ball. That will do. Okay. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have to explain it so much to these guys because I'm pretty sure Esther will know what we're doing. Um, I thought we'd have a little game of um, Chinese whispers. Do you know how to play Chinese whispers, Esther? Yeah, I know that my kids do because um, we sometimes play it around the dinner table when conversations dried up. So, <laughs> so I'm going to say something to Nat and then he's going to pass it down the line and we'll see if Abby can repeat what I have said to Nat clearly so that you say it loudly so that everyone can hear. Um, even though you've got sweet in your mouth, please don't spit on anyone. Um, and let's see if um, this message gets lost in translation. Um, I think you might... Can you just turn my microphone off momentarily? Because that would ruin it, wouldn't it? <laughs> hadn't thought about that. Is it off? Yeah. Okay, that's so close. It was, I've got cheesy feet. I bet you're glad you don't have to wash them. Oh, oh my goodness. That worked incredibly well. Okay, we need more people. There you go. Oh, sorry. Um, and I'm really pleased because sometimes in our house, it can get changed on purpose to be something a little bit rude. And that didn't happen this morning. Shh, you can't blame other people. They're not here to fight their corner. Okay. Okay, we'll try one more, see whether this works. If it doesn't illustrate my point, it doesn't illustrate my point. But we've had a bit of fun. Okay. So thanks. Oh. <clears throat> Go on then, tell, you're not allowed to repeat it again. You just have to go with what she thinks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> can you turn this back on? Okay, so, so Esther, you got Jesus something else. Jesus says so, the Bible, something else, something else, something else. Shout really loudly what you got. So good to know that a message about my cheesy feet gets right to the end, but something about Jesus gets lost in translation. This illustrates my point. Okay, please give these guys a big round of applause. <laughs> um, what I actually said to Nat wasn't Jesus something, 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 something. It was Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Those of us that maybe know that have heard of that phrase um, might have picked up on it, but clearly um, those guys hadn't. Um, often, Jesus' message, God's message that is given to us in the Bible gets lost in translation. As, as, as we saw that message um, with, those with the children just then, over the years, God's message that we read about in the Bible, one of hope and love, one of reconciliation, one that is encouraging us to live life to the full. 
it sometimes gets distorted and missed and misunderstood. I know some people that think of God as far off, as distant. Yes, he might have been involved in our lives or in creation at one point, but now he is distant. He's like a, an angry man sitting on a white cloud a long way away, ready to tell us off as soon as we do something wrong. And some people's view of Jesus, some people's view of God has been distorted. But actually, that is not the view. Of, that is not what God is like. God is not distant and far off and sitting on a cloud somewhere angrily watching us, watching for us to trip up. Um, he is not like that at all. And the Bible tells us what God is like. So this requires a little bit of audience participation. Under your chair may well be a piece of paper. There should be six in the room... Oh, 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 I can see Russ has got one, Abby's got one, <gasps> Tracy's got one, oh, Khadija's got one, so <gasps> Caroline's got one, I think that, is that, gone, <laughs> they're stuck right to the bottom, if you've got one, can you hold it up in the air for me? One, two, three, four, five, oh, and Johnson's found one, brilliant, okay, it would be really great. There isn't masses of us, but it would be great if you would, wouldn't mind standing up and reading it out loud. I was going to say, if you're a child and you've picked one up, which Abby has. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Um, and you need help with long words, then ask the adult next to you. Okay. Go for it. Russ, do you want to go first? Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Joel chapter 2, verse 13. Brilliant, thank you. Caroline. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. Psalm 116, 5. Brilliant. Thanks, Betty. But you, Lord are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Psalm 86.15. Thank you. Johnson. And he, and he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Exodus 34.6. Thank you. And can run round to Tracy. Like challenge Annika, if you remember her. The Lord, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all that he has made. Psalms 145, 8 to 9. Thank you. And Abby. Can you do it? Hold the microphone. The Lord is compassionate and gracious. Slow to anger abounding. abounding in love psalm 10 100 wait. 103 103 8. 8 brilliant thank you that was six different verses that's everything. thank you very much um six different verses taken from different parts of the bible that all talk about what god is like god is gracious and compassionate he is slow to anger. He is rich in love. 
The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all that he has made. He is gracious. God is not distant and far off and an angry man sitting on a cloud. He is gracious. means that we have favor with him even when we might not be the nicest, the kindest, or the most generous that we could be. God is compassionate, which means that he, um, he is sad when we are sad. He gets us when we're um, feeling lonely or, or lost. He has sympathy for us. He knows our sadness. He knows how we feel. And all that we're living with and through, he is with us. And God is slow to be angry. He is rich in love, which means he loves us so much. He loves to give. He is a God of abundance. And he is good to all. He's good to all and sympathetic to all of his creation. God is love. He loves us. And he is the reason that Jesus came, that God came with flesh on in Jesus to be born in a barn that we celebrate at Christmas, which is not too far away. He came to live, to die, to rise again. Because God wanted all of creation, every person on earth, to know that they're loved by him. It says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God loves us. He loves all of those around us no matter what. And we don't need to have ourselves sorted in order to come before God to come to him as his child. Now, think of a baby. I think probably Jonah is the youngest child in the room. Um, Think of Jonah. I hope this isn't... No, maybe don't think of Jonah. Think of a baby, just a random baby, who poos their nappy. If you know of a baby and you've ever changed a pooey nappy, then you can imagine what that's like. Um, that baby doesn't think, oh dear, I need to sort myself out before I can ask my mum or dad for a hug. They go to their mum and dad in a mess, smelling and in a bit of a pickle because they need their mum or their dad or their grown-up to look after them, to clean them up, to sort them out so that they can grow and thrive. And I know it's tenuous. It's a little bit like that with God. I'm not saying that he cleans up our pooey nappies, but... We don't, need to call, we don't need to wait until we are clean and we smell beautiful uh, to come before God as his child. We can go to him however we are, whatever is going on with us, because he, is, he loves us so much that he doesn't want to leave us in that place of uncomfortableness or that stinkiness or that pooiness. He wants, he wants to clean us up so that we can grow and thrive. That is a process of transformation or sanctification, being made clean, being made holy like God is holy. That, and that transformation, that cleaning up will have an impact on those around us, on loving the people around us. Okay, we're going to um, play a little game now. Might, might work. Um, Have any of you ever played the game Consequences? Some people have. It came up in our small group on Wednesday really, really randomly, and I'd already planned this. Okay, so a a game of Consequences, you can play it with writing or drawing. We're going to go with drawing this morning. What I'm going to do, 
Abby and Jen, could you help me a minute? Could you make sure that everyone has a piece of paper and everybody has a felt-tip pen? Is that all right? So what we're going to do is um, everyone's going to write their name just in the top corner. Or if you're too little to write a name, you can just do a little squiggle so that we can identify it as you. And then you're going to fold it over like this. Okay, I'll just quickly explain. And then what's going to happen is you're going to pass that bit of paper to the person sitting next to you or behind you, wherever you are, and they're going to draw a head. Okay, you can have hair if you want. You can have a hat. You can have a bow in your hair. It's up to you. And then you're going to draw a head with a little neck, and you're going to fold it over so you can just see the two little necklines. And then you're going to pass it on to the next person. This isn't about being really amazing at art. You don't need to worry if you're sitting there thinking... I didn't do art at school because I'm rubbish at art. Um, it's, this is just a bit of fun. And then we're going to fold it over, and then the next person is going to draw a body with arms. Please, can they have clothes on? And then um, you're going to the next person. So you fold it over so that you can just see the tops of legs. The next person is going to draw legs. And then the final person is going to draw feet, however you would like them to be. And then we will, your, your piece of paper will be like this. And then you're going to open it all up and we're going to see the person that has been drawn. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think there's enough nods for me to think this might, might work. So, has everybody got a piece of paper and a pen? Not quite, okay. Pardon me? Brilliant. Um, yes, so... Pass to your left. Pass to your left, if that's all right. Oh, you're coming to join in that. Brilliant. Okay, so when you're ready, when you've got a piece of paper and you've got a pen, start by just writing your name or initials or a little squiggly picture in the top, squiggly line. And then fold it over. Just your name. And then pass it to the person next to you on your left. And they will then draw. Yes, that's brilliant. <laughs> Have you not got one? Oh, you've passed it. Okay, so we've got, once you've done your name, then it's drawing a head with two little lines sticking out the bottom to represent the, your neck so that someone knows where to put a body. And then you fold again, yeah. And then you can fold it on and pass it along to draw a body with arms. I love it. Yeah, well, yeah, you can go around in a circle. <coughs> it doesn't matter. And then, depending on where you're up to. Oh, Abby hasn't got one. Abs, Helen's got an extra one. So then if you keep, keep an eye on what, what you've drawn to, and then 
just pass it. So then when you've drawn a body, <laughs> I love this. Body and then legs. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll we'll end up with some works of art. Oh, Abby hasn't got one. Wait, run to Esther. You're doing A-level art, aren't you? GCC art, aren't you, Betty? Yeah. <laughs> Any other? I know that... Well, we've got a number of artists in the room. They'll have two lots of feet then, won't they? Don't, will your person have high heels, trainers, bare feet, painted toenails, anklet? Tattoo, bird's feet. Oh, I like that. Dinosaur's feet. Like. <laughs> you don't have to. I love this. I don't, I'm not sure whether this is going to work, but. Okay, you need to hold on to it. Okay, so if you have finished, then. Oh, we need someone to do legs on, on this one. Legs and then feet. And then if, you, if you've got one that you think's finished, you can unroll it and then have a little look. See whose name is on the top. And this is by no means a, like a self-portrait, obviously. <laughs> it's just to make sure that everyone gets... Oh, my word, can I borrow that one? Like, look at this. This is like a work of art. Oh, I love it. These are brilliant. Oh, there's flowers. There's some real... Has everyone got one that they can look at? That's Lydia's. Let me give that one back to you. Oh, I love that. Oh, look. Russ has got a tail. And he's roller skating. I love it. Who's, who's have you got, Johnson's? Ryan. He's just here. Just is it sitting behind Russ. I love it. 
Has everybody got theirs back? Brilliant. No, oh. Okay, this one hasn't got a name. Has anyone not got one? Wow, heart feet, heart feet. I love that. Oh. I love it. Well done, everybody. There's some amazing works of art here. Hopefully, everyone has got one. Um, besides that being a bit of fun, wasn't sure whether it would work or not. Um, I, I've, we've done it to make the point. I have done it to make the point to you all that we are all unique. By no way am I saying that you look like the person on your bit of paper, but we are all different, aren't we? We all, um, yeah, we all have different likes, dislikes, interests, tastes, talents, skin color, fashion sense. We all have different experiences. We all have different upbringings. Um, but yet, God has made us just as he has for a reason. And um, for those of you that were here last week, oh, when Pip last, maybe it wasn't last week. Anyway. I'm going to quote from Psalm 139 because it's my favorite psalm. But Pip said recently that it's also her favorite psalm as well. So I just want to read to you Psalm 139. If you've got Bibles, um, you might want to look at it. It will come up on the screen. But just use this as an opportunity to listen to these words and, um, and maybe go home and read them again as well. Because God says this about each and every one of us. For you, for you created my in, inmost being, God. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All that the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts.